So many athletes today are so caught up in the stats, the wealth, the possessions, and the popularity that comes with sports. Those will never leave them satisfied. They try to put on this facade that, yes, once you achieve all these goals, once you win the awards, once you win the championships, that's when you'll be satisfied. But in reality, those are never going to leave you satisfied. You're always going to be wanting more. You're always going to be wanting the next year, the next year. And what happens when your sports are done? What happens when those sports are taken away from you and you have nothing else to live for? So many athletes like Daryl Strawberry, Allison Felix, Deion Sanders even, they found Christ through their sports because they understood that outside of their sports, they had nothing to live for. They had all the possessions, they had the popularity, they had the wealth, but they go home from their sports and they have nothing. They didn't understand what the meaning of life was. Until they identified with Christ, that's when they understood that all their gifts, all their abilities they have and had were for Christ, not for anything else. That's what this first episode is really going to be about. It's about how we can, as athletes, pursue and identify with Christ no matter what. No matter if we get injured, no matter when we lose, no matter if we win. We always have to give that glory to God because he gave us that ability to play the sports we love. How are we doing today, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Ken Burke, and welcome to the first episode of the Competing for Christ podcast. Since this is the first episode, I wanted to give a little background about myself. Um, I go to Covenant College up on Lookout Mountain, Georgia. I'm originally from Jacksonville, Florida, uh, where my parents and family still live. I have three little sisters, two dogs, three cats, and I attended Clay High School down in Green Cove Springs, Florida. I've been fortunate enough to play baseball at Covenant while also earning my degree in sports management that I hope will transition into a job in the business side of sports after graduation. So I really started this podcast because as a high school kid, I didn't really have that guidance that as a Christian athlete I needed or I was just blind to see. I was lost, of course. I was I was living two lives, essentially, because I would get on the field and act one very different way, and then I'd go to church and act a completely different way. Um, I really needed something to grab my heart, and that essentially was Christ. God did that for me, and I feel like I just wanted to spread his word through this, and I, I don't want anybody to think that I'm doing this to show that I am holier than anybody because trust me, I am very, very sinful and I'm probably more broken than anybody in this world. But I simply just want to spread God's truth, the only truth that we have in this world to anybody that listens. So this podcast is really just going to be focused on how God uses athletes and how he makes us more Christ-like through the sports that we play. These episodes are going to cover a wide variety of topics like how to deal with wins and losses as Christians, how the culture in sports affects us as Christian athletes, and even like refereeing in sports, coaching in sports, 
and just even how God sees athletes and the sports that we play. Whether you play sports or not, or even if you're a Christian or not, my hope is that this will provide some insight into the love that Christ has for each and every person in this world. No matter who you are, no matter what stage of life you're in, God will use you and he will find you and he has an exceptional amount of love for you. So as I said before, our main topic today is going to be how God can use you no matter what and how we need to put our identity and self-worth in Christ, in God, through the sports that we play, even though we want to be the best athletes we can be, we need to remember that Christ is who we should aspire to be like. It's so hard today in today's society, in today's culture to be a Christian, to be a Christian athlete, rather. That's the bold truth. Like, we can put Bible verses on our eye black, we can pray before each game, we can even point to the sky after we score, but we must be willing to surrender our entire life, not just some of it, to Christ. We should do those things, don't get me wrong, but what happens when we miss a shot? What happens when everything we work for just doesn't go the way we want to, when we make an error, when we get taken out of a game even? That's when, that's when we need to put our whole identity in Christ because that's the only way we're going to be satisfied. That's the only way we're not going to be depressed all the time because sports are limited. They're so finite compared to an eternity you can have with Christ. So putting your whole identity in Christ is something that we should aspire to do because without the sports that we play, who are we really? Who? What is our identity outside of the sport? This is one of the hardest things that personally I have struggled with so much play in my whole life really because I've played sports my entire life and I didn't know how to put my identity in anything else besides the sports that I played. But hitting in baseball is a great example of this. Like the best hitters, the most elite hitters in the world fail seven out of 10 times they get up to bat. But just those three successes make them unbelievable to watch. I don't watch soccer personally, and I've never played it, but in college soccer, there are 8 to 10 shots a game, and there's like only an average of 2.7 goals scored per game total. So why do I give these stats? So I give them to remind everybody that we're going to fail all the time. We're going to fail over and over again. I give these stats as evidence, really, because... Because every time we fail, who are we going to turn to when no one else will look at us? No one else will even want to be around us because we're so depressed, because we're so discouraged. It's hard enough to play the sports that we play when we're constantly told to be better, to push our bodies through grueling workouts, through very long seasons. But it's harder when we try to pull all the burden on ourselves. That's what God can provide. He can take our burden. He can bear our cross even when we are discouraged, even when we're depressed, even when we don't know where to turn to. So I ask you this, where do you run? Where do you go when you fail? Who do you turn to? I started this podcast to remind athletes and whoever listens to this that we're not defined by anything that we do, by the sports that we play, or like even by our accomplishments. 
we're defined by what or I guess who in our context we're living for, who we want to be like. But in Colossians 2, it gives a really great image of what Christ did for us on that cross. The Apostle Paul writes, For in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form, and in Christ you have been brought to fullness. He is the head over every power and authority. I love this because not only does this Colossians verse give the readers how much it shows how much power he has and how much authority that Christ had when he died on the cross, but it also shows us how we are fulfilled by everything that Christ did because because of his love, because of his mercy, because of his grace, we are fulfilled. We're supposed to be outwardly fulfilled by everything that he did. Nothing that we can do can do this. We are 100% allowed into heaven because of this. Through Christ, through everything that he did in his life here on earth, are we allowed into heaven. Now, I know for many of us as Christians, we have constantly heard this preached to us because that's how we're supposed to live as Christians. We're supposed to always identify with him. And if we ask God into our hearts, we get into heaven. Simple, but not as simple as it sounds. Because if we identify with Christ, our entire lives have to change. We can't be the same person anymore because everything we do, all the people that we hang around, all the words that come come out of our mouth, and even the way we interact with people has to change. Because if we identify with Christ, that means we now have to show Christ through everything. Everything about our lives must show him. We must aspire to show the love that he did, the mercy that he had, the empathy that he had through everything that we do. And I know that for me, it's really hard to do this because when I play my sports, when I go through my life, I want to live the way the world wants me to live, the way social media says that I should live, the way politics said I should live, the way the culture around me says I should live. But in reality, that is God's job. That is God's job to show us who we need to be and his job is fulfilled. He tells us over and over again that we must be like the Son. We must be like Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. I know for me, I struggled so much with just putting my identity in everything else I I was involved in, in my sports, in my relationships, with my friends, with my grades, with every hobby that I had. And every time I, I won, every time I succeeded in those things, it felt amazing. But every time I failed, though, it was terrible because I didn't have a backup plan. I, I put my whole worth and identity in those things. And every time, with, without fail, it left me feeling unsatisfied and just really depressed. And I felt like a terrible person. I was essentially living two different lives because I was trying to balance my physical life with my spiritual life. And that is a dangerous game to play because it always felt like I needed to change around certain people and change around the environment that I was in because, I mean, I would go to church twice a week and I mean, everything was fine. Everything was good there. But 
that Monday after church, I was back to the same old person I was. And it just felt like a roller coaster of emotions because I didn't know how to balance that life because it's impossible to. You can't balance that life. It will never succeed. But when we put our whole identity in Christ, everything everything changes in our life. I, I know for me, when God grabbed a hold of my heart, that's when everything clicked. That's when I felt like I didn't need to live two different lives anymore because I had that one life. I had that one identity that was Christ because that changed who I was. It changed the, the, the life I lived because I didn't want to be that person anymore. I didn't want to try and balance everything that I did in my life and be one way around some people and then another way around another people. And really, it was really freeing when that happened because I didn't feel like I needed to impress anybody or prove myself to anybody. I was just trying to live that Christ-like way. For a lot of athletes, it's really hard not to get caught up in all the statistics and just how you perform on the field because that's constantly we're around. When we're in the practice facility, when we're on the field performing, it's it's everything we think about. It can it can be a really, really dangerous road to go down because if we want if we put our whole identity in our sports, when we fail, it's gonna be so much worse because of that, because we're gonna be so depressed and mean and mad. We aren't defined by those things. Do we want to succeed and do the very best that we want to do all the time? Of course. That's not what I'm saying, but it shouldn't be the only driving factor when we play the sports that we play. We need to always remember that there's a bigger purpose for what we do in this life. There is so much more than sports in this life. So as Christian athletes, I hope that we will always remember that we are not defined by the sports that we play. We are defined by what our faith says about us and everything that Christ did for us. I love this quote from Amy Spiegel. She says, when we remember our identity in Christ, it changes the way we see these relationships because we no longer base our wealth on the approval of others, but the approval we already received from our father through the work of his son. So many people, not even just athletes, struggle with finding approval from others, finding approval from anybody that will give it to them because that's the culture that we live in nowadays. With social media, that's literally what we do. We post to seek approval from others by them liking our tweets, our pictures, our posts. And I can promise you that I'll never leave you satisfied. We'll constantly seek that recognition and that clarity and that reassurance, but we should only rely on God's word and we should pray to him that he will give us that approval. This has really become an issue in sports today, not even just professional athletes, but even 12 year old kids that want to play the next level. It's a reoccurring problem that these kids, teenagers and subordinates that play the game they they won't they don't play for the fun and the love of the game anymore. They play to boost their stats so they can get looked at by college coaches. Trust me, I I was a victim of this for a long time. Ever since I was five years old, it was my dream to play college baseball. It was my dream to go on and play at the next level, and I, it was something I really really craved for a long time. 
And that was a dangerous road to go down because it never left me satisfied and never once I achieved the goal, it made me made me keep wanting more. I, I wanted the recognition and the approval from any coach, any scout, and literally whoever was going to give it to me. But in that season of my life, I really needed the approval of God. I really needed the recognition from God that if I just turned my life towards him, I would have gotten and I wouldn't need any approval or any reassurance from anybody else. But please hear me, hear me when I say this. Trust me, please. No college, no player, no coach, no scout, no organization can ever say anything to you to get you to where you want to be, to get you satisfied with your life, with your performance. I promise you are going to always want more and more and more, and it's going to spiral down a road you don't want to go down. Right before I came to Covenant, actually, I was, of course, in the recruiting process, and I was talking to different colleges, and when Covenant offered me, I didn't I wanted I loved the school, but I, I wanted something bigger and better. I wanted a D one school. I wanted something better than a D three school in the middle of nowhere. And I I really pushed off my decision because I didn't want to tell my friends that I'm going to a D three school in the middle of nowhere. I didn't want to tell Covenant that I was coming because I wanted to play for somebody bigger and better when that actually was the best decision I could have ever made in my life. Like I've learned so much about life, about baseball, about relationships, and especially God at Covenant way more than I'd ever done in my life. So I credit all those, all the people that were pushing me to go to Covenant so much for my growth in Christian walk and just how I am as a person, because without covenant, I would not be where I am today. Without God, I wouldn't be where I am today. So I say that to tell you this, I I needed the approval of others, but in reality, I needed the approval of God. I, I wanted so desperately to go to a big and better school when in reality, it wasn't the best fit. I needed to come here to learn more about God. And I'm not saying that covenant is the only place to learn about God because it's not. There's literally places all around the country and world that you can go and it's a great experience. And I've heard excellent things about people finding God through their walk in the college that they're at. But really there's one common denominator for every single school, every single person that finds Christ at an age where there's so much alcoholism, there's so much depression and self-absorption, it's God. That one factor is always going to be God because when you find when he finds you, no matter what stage you're at, he's always going to give you that approval that you need. He's always going to leave you fulfilled more than anything else in this world. There's one thing that I hope everybody gets from this episode is that we all need to surrender. We need to surrender our identity, our 
whole lives to Christ because without that, without that sense of purpose, we're never, we're not going to know the definition of life. So many people ask, what is life? What does it mean? Why are we living? And we all know the truth as Christian athletes, it's to glorify God and show Christ through our lives and spread his gospel. But we always know that things happen when our sports get taken away, either through injuries, retirement, or anything. What, what, what do we do in that situation? So I found an article from the Professional Players Federation uh, that in the beginning of this year, they sent out a survey to about 800 undisclosed athletes um, that are retired now. And of those athletes, when they got the results back, they found that 50% of the people that responded ha had an identity crisis two years after they, within the two years that they retired. They didn't know what now, you know what I mean? They didn't know what next outside of their sports because when they put their identity and their whole lives in the sports that they played, their income, their sense of purpose, after they retired, what does it mean? What does it mean anymore? What does life mean anymore? And I think for a lot of athletes, when when we get done with our playing time, when we are not invested so much into sport into the sports that we play, we find that we have to find something else to put our love into now whether that's through alcohol, through drugs, through our jobs, through relationships, we're going to find something to put our identity in. And as Christian athletes that either aren't playing anymore or retired, that has to be God. Because if not, it's going to transpire into something that we do not want to be a part of. We see this all the time with athletes like Michael Phelps, like... NFL player, Brandon Marshall, figure skater, Bow Jones even. Them and so many others didn't know what what life was outside of sports because ever since they were four, five, six years old, all they knew was, okay, I got to wake up, I got to train, I got to eat well so I can play in the Olympics and be the very best athlete that I can be in the future. But then... After that, they didn't know what else to do. They, they didn't have anything else going in their lives because their self-identity was tarnished. What they really needed, though, was God to move in their lives and to ask God in their heart because they, even though they're not in the sports that they play anymore, they still have that identity in Him. We as Christians understand that there's a bigger purpose besides sports. But it can be hard when we're always surrounded by people that maybe aren't Christians or don't live out the Christ-like ways that we should inspire and aspire to do. But when we do live like Christ, when we do live in a Christ-like manner, it'll not only show those people what it means to be Christ-like, it will also give us a identity that we may not have outside of sports. I've known a lot of people that have put their identity and self-love into anything else besides God. And 
I've also known people that have completely turned their lives around when they do connect with God and ask God into their lives. And to be honest with you, I've been both of those people. And I can say 10 times out of 10 that we need to run to God. We need to do a full sprint to God no matter where you are in your life, no matter what stage, what age. We need to turn and just live for Him because without Him, you're always going to be asking yourself, is there something more? What can I do more? And your whole life is just going to be surrounded by a what now kind of question. But when we identify with Christ, all those questions go out the door because he is enough. He's going to provide you with everything you need, I promise you. The Bible says that we are always, as Christians, going to be called out. We're going to be scrutinized for our religion. And I promise you that does not stop as Christian athletes. But that is the reason that we must have a firm foundation in our faith and identify with Christ. Because even though we're going to be scrutinized, we're going to be checked, we're going to be nitpicked more than anybody, any other athlete in the world, I promise you if you have that foundation, no matter what hardship comes, you are going to make it through it. Thank y'all so much for listening to today's episode. I really feel like this is going to be a great thing that God will use and work through. I look forward to having more people on and just learning more and speaking more about His truth. I hope everyone at least got something out of this today. Uh, And if not, just know that God loves you and He is going to fight for you no matter what. See y'all next time.